1: Dietz & Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzAndWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew.
0: And I'm Molly.
1: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it.
0: Today, we are talking about hot dogs this is
1: good we've uh, we've done our burger show we're doing our hot dog show what what piece of Ameri- americana are we going to bite off next
0: you know we should do fried okra sometime
1: <laughs> that that's the that's the holy trinity of america yeah that's American that's, that's where, that is hamburgers hot dogs and fried okra that's
0: where my brain went <laughs> i mean we've already done french fries ish
1: <laughs> that's true we did ish
0: um <laughs> what else i mean what do you, what do you want to do
1: uh, I was going to say apple pie, but I, I don't really like apple pie very I don't, much. I don't,
0: I'm not really into it either. You know?
1: Or like apple turnovers. I do too. Yeah. I okay. do too. Okay. Let's, let's do turnovers sometime. But, okay. But for now, I, I want to give a shout out to, uh, our number one fan in Australia, Ella. Thank you for listening to the show.
0: Ella, you are the greatest. This is for you.
1: And I'm, I'm sorry if anyone thought they were our number one fan, you can be our like number 1.2 fan.
0: But Ella's number one.
1: Yep. Hi, sorry, everyone. Hi, why don't we talk about hot dogs sure
0: let's let's try to stay on topic this time okay so why are we talking about hot dogs do i mean do we like hot dogs oh yeah uh, me too great
1: <laughs> was this is that like a th- therapist we yes how, how are we feeling and do we like <laughs> hot dogs
0: <laughs> did you uh you know do you have fond memories of of hot dogs from your childhood oh sure yeah
1: yeah. Um, Do
0: you want to go on about I,
1: that? I, I want to I go on about that in particular because I want to bring up a, uh, an incredibly inadvisable hot dog product that I ate far too many of when I was a kid, which was it was one from one of the major brands, your Ballpark Franks, Oscar Mayer, something like that. And it was a hot dog that a, uh, a tube down the middle had been drilled out and replaced with some kind of incredibly smooth chili. So it was like a chili dog.
0: Oh my god! Well, and the
1: Chili down the middle, and the, the whole thing the whole thing looked
0: a river of chili runs through it.
1: Exactly, it was yeah. like an interior garnish. Um, it it, <laughs> it was uh, it was so obviously uh, industrial that uh, you you had to almost admire it.
0: Wow! And so you ate these?
1: Oh yes, many of them.
0: Wow! And you're still alive
1: for this episode. I went out to and looked to see if if it still existed, and I, I couldn't find them.
0: Well, the hot dog of my youth. It was a little less interiorly garnished, as she would say. Um, and it was most of the time plain. Uh, at home, we never ate hot dog buns for some reason. Anyway, when my mom would have like a, a meeting or something at night, um, or if my mom was, I don't know, going out of with the some girlfriends. The Hot Dog Appreciation
1: Society of Oklahoma City? Uh,
0: no, because my mom isn't really a hot dog appreciator. Okay. It's, it was more my dad. Okay. If my mom wasn't around and my dad and I were eating solo.
1: Oh, so you would have your own meeting while she was out. <laughs> exactly. Okay.
0: The meeting of the hot dog fan club my dad would um boil a couple of hot dogs and we're talking oscar meyer hot dogs here we're not talking any kind of highfalutin frank mm-hmm. my dad would boil a couple of hot dogs and he would doctor a can of bush's baked beans and we would just eat a naked hot dog next to some baked beans
1: that's because he because he was a doctor and so he, he was <laughs> licensed to do that
0: he was he was beans. very dangerous yeah very <laughs> dangerous <laughs> 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 doctoring baked beans not for everyone
1: Okay, so no, so no buns at home. So wait, so wait. So I don't understand. Were you eating them with like a knife and fork?
0: Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> does that <laughs> that is classy? Does it is sort it negated
0: of. by the fact that these were like Oscar Mayer dogs and?
1: I did you have a tablecloth?
0: No, no tablecloth. No
1: tablecloth. Mm-hmm. No, no wine glasses <laughs> did you have a bunch of different no forks? i would have
0: had a glass of milk to go with that
1: <laughs> wow two
0: percent milk so
1: hot dog with a knife and fork
0: and beans don't forget the beans. And beans Jeez, man um so what about you well let's talk about hot dogs now i mean
1: hot dogs now let's let's bring this, hot dogs let's bring this today. up to the present hot
0: dogs today current events and, but dogs. look
1: at where i look at how far <laughs> hot dogs have come
0: so how do you take your dog today
1: uh i like mine on a bun with uh, my favorite thing on it is pickled jalapeno slices. But I want to I want to strip away the condiments now and the bun and and go. what were we saying during our burger episodes? A laser like focus on the meat. Yeah, because because I think hot dogs much more so than a burger patty. It's easy to think of them as kind of all crappy and interchangeable, and they're really not.
0: They are definitely not. As as we I think are going to prove today.
1: Yeah, because we're going to taste three different hot dogs that we've rounded up at the at the old Wiener Roundup.
0: And so let's talk about what three dogs we're going to be tasting and what we're looking for.
1: Okay, so my my standard dog at home is the uh, Boar's Head all beef with natural casing.
0: So the the dogs that I bought today are Hebrew National, just their regular beef frank,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and also the Nyman Ranch Fearless Frank, which I was curious about. Nyman yeah. Ranch is uh, you know a highly regarded um, you know producer of. Various meats in Northern California,
1: and so the fearless is supposed to imply that they don't have like snouts and tendons in them and stuff right
0: they may still have snouts and tendons, but I think it's supposed to imply that we can at least feel good about how the animals were raised so they're
1: humanely raised snouts and tendons yeah, okay <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I can get behind that
0: so what are we looking for in tasting these
1: well I like um I like a texture that that uh, isn't too chewy or too soft I- I'm looking for all beef and I'm glad we got we ended up with all all beef there's something about a pork and beef hot dog that just doesn't work for me. And and it's weird because like every other kind of sausage, it seems like pork is what right, sausage is right. all about. But for a hot dog, it, it it just, it gives it kind of an off flavor that I have a hard time getting past. I don't know how to describe it.
0: Because I grew up on these highly industrial hot dogs, these Oscar Mayer friends. Right. I look for a really even texture. I mean, I want it to be meaty, but I want a really, really even texture. I know that you can get hot dogs that are a little more artisanal and have some has some uh, chunky, them. I fits had an experience with this.
1: Um, I mean, it's supposed to be it's an emulsified sausage. Which uh, god <laughs> is there more? Is there a more revolting term in all of culinary life than no. emulsified sausage? Good. I, I, w- I went to this restaurant one time, uh, in Portland that, and, uh, they, they had their, their hot dog on the lunch menu, you know, like our house made hot dog and, uh, and it, I ordered it and I got it and it was a very good sausage sandwich, but it wasn't a hot dog. For me, I agree. The hot dog has to have like a totally smooth texture.
0: So I guess I would add to what you were saying about dogs, hot dogs, let's specify, um, you know, I would agree with you. I like an all-beef frank, although I think the Oscar Mayer ones I grew up on are beef and pork, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I do like an all-beef frank, and uh, I also like it to have a snappy casing.
1: Me too. And, and that's that,
0: a, it's a difficult thing to get these it days. It puts us
1: way outside the mainstream.
0: It does. Wow. It's, it's, it's breezy out we're here, in, hanging we're out in on the, the cliff. We're uh,
1: in the casing counterculture. Yeah. So, I mean, a natural casing is like, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing weird about it in the sense that it's just like the casing that you would get if you buy like an Italian sausage link. But uh, for some reason, when it comes to hot dogs, the, the standard hot dog on the market, whether it's a fancy dog or like an Oscar Mayer dog, they're, they're made in such a way that the, that the casing, they're, they're naked. Have, uh, yeah
0: and it, a lot of them even you know they advertise this as being a you know a um a, a boon to the consumer. It, a lot of the packages say that they're skinless.
1: Yeah. Well, it ain't.
0: It ain't. It ain't a boon
1: to anyone. It's no it's no more a boon than like a a skinless piece of chicken is a boon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. So yeah, so we like we like even texture. We like all beef. We like it to have a nice snappy casing. And do you think the snappy casing has to do with the way it's cooked? Do you think you can emphasize the snap in the way you cook it?
1: I, I think you can. I mean, I think I think it's always the it's always good to have the snappy casing on there. But the way I like to cook mine um, is the way they do them like at a deli in New York, which is put it on a griddle or at home a, uh, a skillet and put it on, like, medium heat with a drop of oil in the pan and just kind of roll it around there for as long as you want. You can't overcook a hot dog.
0: Are you looking for it to blister a little bit on I think all
1: it's sides? lovely if it blisters uh, a little bit. Yes.
0: I love <laughs> blisters. Um, great. Well, okay. Is there anything else we should add to what we're looking for, and we can move on to our tasting?
1: Can we have lunch yet? <laughs> Let's eat.
0: Well, should we taste some dogs here?
1: Yeah, we have a, we have a tableau. Of canine pleasures.
0: <laughs> hmm. Which one should we begin with?
1: Uh, let's start with the let's start with the Hebrew national.
0: Okay. I think you should yeah, bite in. Uh oh. Do I start with the right one? Skinny?
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I, I mean I would say that this is a neutral hot dog flavor.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's very solid. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't complain about it. It's uh, it's nothing like wow. I don't know. Is there is there going to be a wow hot dog? Is there such a thing?
0: I hope so, because I mean, even that sort of Hebrew national like baseline classic hot dog flavor is really exciting to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like it, it. really I, gets
0: my taste buds pumping.
1: I, I was about to say this is the hot dog I want when I go to the ballpark, but I never go to a ballpark.
0: OK, what should we try next? Are we going to do the uh, Nyman Ranch Fearless Frank?
1: Yes, and this one's kind of fighting my fork.
0: This is a really fat one, and I feel like I'm actually seeing a little lump of fat inside it. Mm. Very meaty. Yeah. Mm. With a funny, fake, smoky flavor.
1: Yes, it's very, it's very, very chewy.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I'm, I'm not opposed to that.
0: I mean, I appreciate that it, that it feels like it came from an animal, maybe. Which is a little closer than the Hebrew National. Did I mean a a little a little improvement?
1: That's their their slogan. It came from an animal, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Better, better than that other hot dog, marginally.
0: Okay, so now uh, finally we're doing the old boar's head frank. Yep, snappy.
1: Mm -hmm. It's it's like how when when I eat pizza, I'm all about the crust. When I eat a hot dog, I'm all about the casing.
0: I agree. I think the snap is really important. And what I really like about that boar's head frank. Pardon me, we're doing construction on the again. show again. I'm not sure if you guys can hear it or not, but we've got some jackhammering going on. Um, what I really like about that boar's head, Frank is that um the flavor changes as you chew through
1: it, yeah, yeah. I've always noticed that about about the Boar's head. Wow. Yeah. so yeah, now I'm getting really excited about hot dogs,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: you know what I'm gonna do now. So I've got this toasted bun here and the and the remnants of three semi dogs. i'm gonna I'm gonna construct a Franken dog, me too. Oh, yeah. Look at this. The three-parter.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) The tail just fell off my (laughs) Franken-dog. You know, I have to say, now that I've eaten each of those separately and then my Franken-dog in the bun, I really feel pretty strongly that I did not care for the flavor of that fearless Nyman
1: Ranch and i didn't care for the texture of it especially
0: yeah it you know as i mentioned it i could see a piece of fat inside and that's fine with me if this is sausage but it just it just felt a little funny uh, given that it was supposed to be an emulsified
1: sausage product right have you read um that malcolm gladwell piece in the new yorker about ketchup no uh, he wrote I'm gonna get this completely wrong he wrote this piece about about ketchup and how it's really hard to market a competitor to Heinz ketchup because what people are looking for is in ketchup is not the emphasis of any one aspect of the flavor or texture but something absolutely perfectly balanced neutral average and and I think that kind of goes for hot dogs too
0: well and that am was, I just
1: talking smack
0: I don't think so that to me is what was interesting about the Boar's head Frank is that it did have that just hot dogginess yeah however the flavor was also a little complex but not so complex that you were like oh what is this artisanal hot dog bs you know but i think that a great hot dog
1: is a celebration of mediocrity
0: it is, but I think it's, I don't know. On, on the one hand, I agree with you. And then on the other, I think, you know, okay, yes, we have for, you know, for years, decades even, been trained to believe that hot dogs are the lowest of the low and it's gross right. and it's not real food. However, it is a flavor you don't get anywhere else. Yeah. And I think it's great for what it is.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: I'm not ready to give them up anytime soon, especially not with sauerkraut and mustard. Oh, I will never give up a hot dog with sauerkraut and mustard. And especially
1: not on my frequent trips to the ballpark.
0: As a kid, when you first learned that hot dogs were supposed to be disgusting and filled with all kinds of Mm -hmm, things you don't mm -hmm. want to talk about, what are those things? I mean, what are we supposed to be so scared of? Do do these have eyeballs in them?
1: I, I have a theory. You know how you drive around all the time, and eventually you need new tires, but you never really see like where all that tire tread that wears off your tires goes. You see where I'm going It'll, with this? It goes
0: into your hot dogs.
1: I, I, yeah, and and I think I think that's really an ecologically friendly way to dispose of it.
0: A little bit of rubber mixed in there for good measure. Well, I should mention that if you are a baked bean fan, as we are, yes. I made some baked beans, cheater's baked beans. (laughs) (laughs) You should imagine it if you're a baked
1: bean fan, we just had some and you didn't.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Sorry. Um, But if you'd like to make some, we are going to put up a link to the recipe on our website, spilledmilkpodcast.com. Is that the
1: cheater's baked beans? These are
0: cheater's baked beans. It's a recipe originally from Melissa Clark in the New York Times. Uh, They take like 30, 45 minutes to make. And that's just cooking time on the stove. They're easy and delicious with your dog.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show made with 100% tire treads, snouts, and
0: tendons.
1: (laughs) I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
0: And I'm Molly Weisenberg. (laughs) Boar's head. (laughs) Emptiness.